If you love animals, care about wildlife, and the environment, you have come to the right place. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show, America and Canada's first and only real pet psychology, pet training, pet behavior, pet lifestyle show. So have a question or comment about your dog or cat's behavior. I just want to share a great story, a great time to give me a call. The phone number is 877-725-8255. I know sometimes it's tough to get through, but keep on trying, 877-725-8255. Plenty of time for your calls. Lots of great stuff to give away. Everyone I talk to uh, live directly on the air. Uh, will get a great gift for their dog or cat. So uh, let me get let me get to the phone lines. The phones. Oh, before I get to the phone lines here, now we all know tomorrow is daylight savings time. That's what I missed about living in Arizona, California. Like the rest of the country, we do daylight savings time. Except for Hawaii, they don't do it either. Um, so do your pets know that tomorrow morning, when you're an hour late taking them out for a walk, or an hour late feeding them, are they going to be aware? that daylight savings time is not what they should like. I really think that dogs don't like daylight savings time. I don't particularly care for it either. But do your dogs, are they going to know tomorrow? You could, let's face it, you're going to sleep an hour later, which means they're going to get walked an hour later, which means they're going to get fed an hour later. If I was a dog or a cat, I'd be pretty upset myself. Let's get to the busy phone lines here in the pet show. We got Steve, we got Anella, we got Robert, we got Tom, we got Charlene. We'll get to Steve right now. Hey, Steve in Delaware, welcome to the show. Thanks, Warren. I, you're a great show. We enjoy it. Well, I appreciate that. But right off the bat, let me just say something. I don't know you, Steve. I've never met you, Steve. I don't know who you are, but I want to tell you right now, I want you to be part of my family because you just adopted a 10-year-old dog. Yeah, yeah, she had beautiful Celtic. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I just, I'm always in, in awe of people that understand that adopting an older senior dog, I do a work with a group called Gray Muzzles, just the greatest thing in the world to do. So tell me a little bit about the dog and then I'll tell you what, how to resolve some issues you may be having. Well, we think she's probably a, a puppy mill dog that they let go, and she was found wandering the streets of Philadelphia. Gosh. And she doesn't uh, really know anything much. Uh, she hasn't been trained with anything. She can't. You can't really walk her because she doesn't know what a leash is. Uh, and she's just learning now what it's like to be part of a family. Uh, and we're wondering, how do you go about training a 10-year-old dog? You know, training a 10-year-old dog is no different than training a puppy. But what you need to understand is you have to work with them at very, very short periods of time. So, for example... If you were to hire a trainer, some trainers would come to you home and say, well, we'll see you an hour a week to train the dog. Or, or f- No, what you need to do is five minutes at a time, ten minutes at a time while you're playing with the dog, just throw in a sit or a stay, play with it a little bit. Make the training at the beginning part of the socializing at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Don't be a forced training scenario at this point. Let the dog who's already adapting to you, and she knows you saved her, there's no doubt in my mind. But from a training perspective, uh, uh, Steve, the important thing is is to incorporate the training into everyday life 
life rather than making specific training. Now, as she starts building her confidence, as her self-image builds up, then you can focus more on on a longer period of training, maybe a half hour. But right now, just kind of put the training as, as part of playing with her. So like if you're playing with her and she's on the floor, uh, maybe tuck her butt in and say, sit and say, what a good girl. And, and, and that's enough for right now. So that's where you need to be right now. We don't know if this dog's been socialized, exposed, trained at all whatsoever. And I deal with so many dogs like that because so many of my listeners like you have the hearts that will take on these these situations. But one thing I can tell you, from my heart to your heart, Steve, how long have you had the dog now? I guess about a month, maybe two. Let me tell you, this dog is going to turn out, this dog's going to know that you and your family saved her life or his life, and they will wind up paying you back every day for the rest of the years. But what I want you to understand is take it slow, be patient. The most important thing, the training is important, but the most important thing right now for a dog like this, and, and again, a 10-year-old dog you adopted, I love you right off the bat. The most important thing for you to do right now is not whether she sits, not whether she stays, although I want you to play with that, is to build up her confidence. Once you build up her confidence, once you build up that self steam, then you'll start noticing her reaction around you and other people will start happening little by little. No flooding. Don't force it. Take it a little bit at a time. When you leave the house, I want you to leave a radio on for her so she can hear voices all the time. I think that's really important. If you have some close friends that are kind of mellow and you just want to bring them over, let them sit in the house, not, not, not even reacting to the dog unless the dog reacts to them. Let them just sit there. Let the dog start seeing people in a positive way. Then they leave. Nothing bad happened. That's how you build up the confidence little by little. What I'd like to do, Steve, I know I'm giving away a lot of books there. I'd like to send you a copy of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want. And I want you to follow that real carefully. Let me. Do you have access to a computer? Yeah. You say yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Go to my website or go to the YouTube channel. And I want you to take a look at something. Until, until the book comes, I want you to look at some of the articles in there on building up the confidence, the self-image. That's really, really important at this point. And I'll be honest with you. I'm going to tell you that this dog is going to turn out to be the family's best friend. This dog's going to turn out to be the most incredible living thing you've ever had once she realizes that life is now in a whole different ballgame. Life is positive. And, and again, bless you for taking this dog in. So many people say, oh, I'm not going to take a 10-year-old dog. I've adopted dogs at 16 years old and here's my theory my feeling if I take a dog into my home even if I only have them for six weeks before they cross the rainbow bridge I want them to know that they cross that rainbow bridge being loved that's what matters to me and so the bottom line you are incredible family incredible guy what I'd like you to do Steve I'm gonna put you on hold the books gonna take a while to get there go to the website it's thepetshow.com don't forget that T-H-E thepetshow.com everything there is free or go to YouTube youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein that'll guide you a little bit till the book gets there what an incredible guy I mean just amazing to me just amazing to me uh, that that so many people out there still have such incredible hearts and especially my listeners you guys absolutely amaze me every single day of the week all right let me take another phone call right now we are going to uh Anella I believe it is in beautiful Maui Hawaii hi Anella how are you I am fine thank you how's everything in beautiful Maui today Everything's awesome. It's really beautiful down here. Yeah, I had things uh, coming back a little bit. Yeah, Lahaina is Lahaina's going to take some time, you know, to yeah. um, restore, but um, Maui, Maui's strong. 
you got that right. I have so many listeners for so many. I got I don't know how many years, but dozens and dozens of years I've been on in Maui, and I just love my listeners there. They're absolutely amazing. So, what can I do to help you out today, Anella? Okay, well, I have we have a thirteen-year-old Shiba Inu mix. Her name is Missy. Little Japanese dog, yeah. Yeah, she's a she's a Bitcoin, <laughs> the Bitcoin girl, <laughs> you know, and she's a sweetheart. She's like totally in tune to our emotions and how we're feeling and what we're thinking. Um, she actually, when her, when my boyfriend gets ready to go down to visit his friend down the street, she actually knows ahead of time before he even gets ready, you know, before he gets ready to leave, she's by the door waiting for him to take her with him. Yeah, they know. They know. They, they pick up on every little movement we make. They know when we're leaving. They know before yep. we come home. It's amazing. Yeah. How long have you had her? She's 13 now. How long have you I've, had her? I've had her since she's a puppy. Oh, God bless you. I actually got her. I actually got her from one of my daughters. Um, when my daughter was, uh, she just had her son. And then she had the, the puppy. You know, she had Missy. And she, was, she couldn't take care and juggle the puppy with the new baby, so she was going to take the dog and take it down to the um, Humane Society. And I just happened to be at her house. And I said, no, no, no. Give, I said, yeah. yeah, I said, no, give me that dog. I'm kidding. Yeah, she needs a grandma. The dog needed a yeah. grandma. <laughs> there yeah, you were. And now, uh, yeah. She's uh, been great. with me ever since. Uh, what a great, what a since. great call. But, but she, has, she has like this raspy cough that... At times, it sounds like she's a goose. You know how a goose sounds in honking. Yeah, well, that could be. That could be normal behavior, but that you might want to run that by your vet because you know, not hearing it, not seeing it at 13 yeah. years old, you might want because sometimes a cough can be related to a heart scenario. Mm-hmm. Well, so it, I would, when she gets okay. when she gets this raspy cough, it's like the very last one. It sounds like she wants to cough up a furball like a cat. Yeah, does she grow? Well, Shiba Inos are known to groom themselves a little bit too, so maybe she is ingesting some hair. But I would run that by your vet. Anytime you have an older dog that's starting to cough, there's always the possibility of some heart situations. Not that it's a, it's not curable, but there are some possibilities. Mm-hmm. Anella, I got to move on. Let's put Anella on hold. I want to send Anella for her dog. I am going to send you. What do I want to send her for her dog? Oh, God, I don't even know what I want to send you. You know what? I am going to send you some Orthrosooth Gold. 13-year-old dog, let's keep those hips and joints in the best shape ever on its way to you. And let me take a quick break. When we come back, we got Robert in Connecticut, Tom in Delaware, Charlene in Michigan with all your calls. The phone number, 877-725-8255. I have the best listeners in the world. 877-725-8255, the phone number. Uh, A quick break, then right back at you. All right, listen. If you are owned by a cat, I say that every week, and people say, come on, Warren. If you literally live with cats, you know that you don't own cats. They own you. They are in charge. They tell you when you're going to go to sleep, when you got to wake up, when you got to feed them, when you want to play with them, when you want to socialize them. Let me tell you, cats want kitty lickies. You hear the testimonials I get all the time. In fact, you're going to hear one in a minute. Kitty Lickies by Lucy Pet are actually scrumptious, lickable moose cat treats and food toppers. Your cats will either enjoy Kitty Lickies, you can feed directly from the pouch, squeeze it over with dry food as an extra treat. And if you have one of those finicky felines that's not the greatest eater, I'm telling you, uh, Kitty Lickies will make all the difference in the world. Kitty Lickies lickable moose cat treats come in three feline favorite recipes. There's chicken and duck, sardine and tuna, or salmon and chicken. By the way, 
Um, uh, what I want you to do is I want you to go to their website, LucyPetProducts.com. But first, I want you to hear from a listener what they said about Kitty Lickies. My kitty hears that rapper. He appears and he begins his Kitty Lickies dance, rubbing up against my legs. I sit on the kitchen floor. He hops onto my lap, nudging his face into mine. He makes his little snacking sounds of delight, purring the whole time. When he's done, there's a moment of sad silence and denial. He wants more, but he's content to cuddle. He reaches his paw to touch my face as a thank you for his kitty lickies. These are the kitty licky stories I hear all the time. I want you to check out kitty lickies. They're available at lucypetproducts.com. Lucypetproducts.com. You can get the kitty lickies. You can get the Lucy Pet Food, dry or wet for your dog or cat. You can get their dog food rolls, their treats. Just go to their website, lucypetproducts.com. Spend just $35 and they will ship absolutely free. Don't wait. Your cats are waiting for their kitty lickies. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Looking for the eagles, looking high and low. You know, when I started Hugs and Kisses over 30 years ago, before websites, before dot-coms, our 800 number was born. And my promise to you is that you will always have your questions about any products I mention answered by a Hugs and Kisses counselor. Now, you're certainly welcome to visit our website, thepetshow.com, but you know, it's not the only way to order. We welcome every single call and we promise to follow up your message with a prompt reply. Remember the good old days when you could ask questions without being directed to a website, an app, or a QR code? Just leave your product questions and a counselor will call you back. So many of our 800 number calls are delighted at speaking with a knowledgeable and friendly hugs and kisses counselor. So jot down this number. 1-800-430-4847. That's 1-800-430-4847. 1-800-430 in the word hugs. Visit thepetshow.com and call us with your product questions at 1-800-430-4847. This message comes to you from our sponsor, Subaru. Discover the all-new 2024 Subaru Crosstrek Wilderness. With exclusive technology and safety features, it's packed with upgrades to its off-road capability. Standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, 9.3 inches of ground clearance, 182 horsepower Subaru Boxer engine, and improved gearing to climb the toughest trails. See what's beyond the far boundaries of the map in a rugged cross-trek wilderness. Adventure on the Edge. Do you want to give back to an individual with disabilities and help change a life? The Guide Dog Foundation and America's Vet Dogs are seeking volunteers to help raise future guide or service dogs. Rock and Robin here on the Pet Show. Uh, we're going to go right back to the phones in just a second. We got Robert in Connecticut, Tom in Delaware, Charlene in Michigan. Also, Karen calling from Lewis, I guess, at Lewis, Delaware. We'll try to get to all your calls. Just a couple of seconds. I got plenty of time. Don't worry. Um, but I want to share this with you. Does ignoring, your, does ignoring your dog's bad behavior work? This is one of my, uh, my posts from uh, my YouTube channel. Your dog demands your attention by barking or jumping on you. You might have seen the training advice to ignore these unwanted behaviors. This is well-intended but incomplete advice. If you only ignore the behavior, your dog will probably never learn to stop barking, jumping, or pulling. Just ignoring unwanted dog behavior misses an important piece of the teaching, teaching your dog what to do versus what not to do. So you don't want to ignore bad behavior. You want to work with your dog, teach him what you want him to do versus what you don't want him to do. Really sounds simple, but a lot of people just miss that point. Hey, Robert in Connecticut, welcome to the pet show. Um, we hello, Warren. We have a 
a 13-year-old grand dog a shih tzu named Chewy, who um, from time to time uh, gets involved with incessant barking, primarily to get a treat. And uh, this comes from his um, his owners, uh, our children, who trained him to go to the door, uh, the back door slider, and to scratch at it, to go outside, take a pee, come in, and get a treat. And so when he doesn't get their attention, he barks at the door. They let him outside. He goes outside, does his business, comes in, and... Uh, gets a treat if he does he's when he doesn't have to take a pee he just barks to get a treat and um so he's done away with all the, the difficulty and just cut to the trace and L- let me let me um, ask you a question let me ask you a question when you were growing up and you loved oreo cookies and your mother wanted to give you an oreo cookie right um did you have to dance for it did you have to sing for it did you have to recite the gettysburg address or did you give me a cookie just give me a cookie. Okay, here's my feeling, okay? Very often, people will ask a dog to respond for a food reward. Now, the only way to do that is using variable reinforcement. I don't want to get too technical, but if the dog gets the food every time for doing the same thing, he's going to get really angry if he doesn't get that reward at that point. By intermittently doing it, you can teach a dog that sometimes he gets it and sometimes he doesn't. Now, this is not an easy thing because I have to undo what your kids did. One of the things I'm going to recommend that's worked for me in the past and many of my listeners is normally we give the treat when the dog comes in the house. You might want to try giving the treat before the dog goes outside and reversing the situation. So when he comes inside, he's not used to getting the treat. He's used to getting the treat when he goes outside. So when he comes inside, literally over a period of time, that barking will dissipate because he's no longer getting that treat for that response. Okay, um, but the, the difficulty now is that he barks without even going outside and uh, to get his treat. So right now he's barking without doing anything. And then what are you going to no, What are you going to do? He's barking right now. If you weren't talking to me, what would you be doing? You'd be giving him a treat, right? Um. Yeah. So why would he stop barking? If I can if I can do something and get my cook, why would he stop? Why would he stop? That's- Here's the other thing. I always tell people, if you want to give your dog a treat, give your dog a treat. Don't make him sing three choruses of Ave Maria for a cookie. I don't buy that. If you try this, give me a call back in a couple of weeks, Robert. But in the meantime, I want you to try this. I want you to try giving the dog the treat before he goes outside. When he comes inside, pat on the head, good boy, a hug, a kiss, a massage, whatever you want to do, but no treat when he comes inside. The treat's when he goes outside. That's going to reverse this for you, I promise. If not, give me a call. We'll go further. Okay. Sounds Robert, good. Thank you. Don't go, how old is the dog, Robert? 13. All right, don't go anywhere. I'm going to put you on hold, Robert. For your dog, I God, I don't know what to send you at this point. You know what? You live in Connecticut. You got fleas. I'm going to send you some all-natural herbal flea spray. Appreciate the phone call. Phone number here, 877-725-8255. Let me take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Tom in Dover, who has a cat. He says that used to love water. We got Charlene, has an eight-week-old puppy that needs some help. And we have Karen in Delaware with two, uh, two two-year-old male brother cats 
and the small one has paralysis. So we'll try to get to all your calls right after this. The phone number 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. I'm Warren Eckstein. You're listening to The Pet Show. I may find one you never do know Cause I still got a long way to go Disco Duck here on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Got a question or comment? Phone number here, 877-725-8255. Tom, you'll be up next. Then Charlene. Then we got Karen as well. So here's a study that came out. A cat's breed can certainly affect its appearance, but can a cat's breed affect its personality? Definitively, the color of coat is linked to behavior. For example, tortoiseshell cats, torties, can be independent and they usually like just one person. Ah, and they can be pushy around about what they want. Torties and calicos and Abyssinians all have strong documented links between their coat color and personalities. Now, more anecdotal is the orange tabby, who is the poster child for the most gregarious, but personality really seems to go with coat color. You know what I say to this? Nonsense. Nonsense. There are certain breed characteristics that they may have, but what you put in is what you're going to get out. So if you think you're going to go out today and you're going to get yourself a, uh, uh, adopt yourself a calico cat uh, and you're not going to pay attention to it and socialize it, it's going to be no different than an orange cat. What you put in is what you get out. Hey, Tom in Dover, Delaware, welcome to the pet show. Hey, Warren, what's happening? Uh, another, another day, another good day. Another good day talking about animals. That's right. That's right. When you get up and your foot touches the ground and you're still on this planet, it's always an amazing day. That's what, what, that's what people don't realize. What was the thing that someone told me? Every day I wake up on the right side of the dirt, it's a good day. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> listen, uh, the, the water and the cat thing, you know, yeah. uh, we start at the basics and we're all mammals. Okay. So, uh, I, I lived on the beach for 20 years with my kids and we lived on one of the most remote beaches in Delaware. And I watched for years how the foxes raised their young along the beach. So we got a, a striped orange tabby as a tiny little kitten that was in the back of one of our buildings, a rescue cat that I could hold in my palm. And we took it to the beach and my kids and I raised it. Matter of fact, I have videos of this little kitten riding on the back of a horseshoe crab because it had to get familiar with its environment because it was going to live on the beach with us and the foxes, just like the foxes did. And this cat grew up, by the way, we called him Skipper, like the captain of a boat, because he was in charge of the beach. And he would literally lay on the surf and let the surf hit him when the when the tide went out, he would go out in the water where there was little pools of fish and go into the pools and then swat the little baby fish out of the pools and eat them. He had no, he loved the, I had to yell at him to get out of the surf. You know, it's so interesting that you say that because that's why I try to stay away from those, uh, those Archie Bunker type statements that people make about animals that all cats are this way, all dogs are this way, no. all schnauzers are this way, all dobies are this way. What you put in is what you get out. You know, they're survivalists. So if the cat was brought up by you living on the he beach, loved of, he loved there, you it. He loved it. there you go. There you go. There you go. And plus the fact he watched the family love it. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. He he was in charge of that beach. He's gone to the to a greater place. We have a new rescue cat that my wife got met a rescue person at a Wawa and got a little red tabby kitten. This guy is so smart. We had him for a few years. He goes out for a few hours every night. When he was a little kitten, I mounted a doorbell really low on my outside door and taught him when he wants to come back in in the evening, he rings that doorbell and gets let right in. Tom, Tom, that ain't nothing, Tom. My dogs have their own cell phones. When I let them out in the yard, they call me and let me know. When they or they send me a, or they send me a text. <laughs> but you know, there, there you there you go. You know, it always amazes me when people think that cats are untrainable or cats are not smart. No. I often talk about the cat. You know, one of my cats uh, was one of the first cats actually walked on a leash and harness. And I remember I was uh, uh, doing the Letterman show at that point, training Dave's dogs. And he said, ah, cats can't learn anything. <laughs> so I brought my cat, Maudie, with a leash and harness. We walked across the stage. She stayed. She said she came. What you put in is as always what you put in is what yep. you get. Now, listen, I'm against I'm against most zoos. I'm against uh, circuses. But in terms of intelligence, why is it a person can see a, a, a lion jump through a hoop, walk on a leash and harness, yet they can't get their cat to stop peeing in the house? They don't understand what? that cats are so incredibly bright. In fact, I yes. believe, Tom, that cats are so smart, they convince the public that they can't be trained yes. just so we yes. leave them alone. Hey, that's what I do when I go into a big group and I want to make a big deal. I don't want anybody to think I'm the smartest guy in the room. Yeah, I don't have to fake it. <laughs> you know, so so this is it. And and, and listen, I, I, I agree with you. And, and and the other thing is love. Mammals, we're like, again, we're all mammals. You know, they understand and, and really feel genuine love. And most mammals will react and return love and like you said before many times don't make it a basic training school like your animals joining the marines <laughs> make it a love-based knowledge-based curiosity-based just like you would train your children and they will respond to your love and your training like yeah, every other your cats would like to be trained with love rather than go to Paris Island, I'm sure. Hey, Tom, what a great, what a, what a, what a great, I'm trying to think what I want to send you. You want, would you like a copy of my cat book? Oh, I, I would love it. I would love it. My, right. my, go ahead. my family would love it. On its way to you, Tom, I'm going to put you on hold. We'll get your name and address. What a great call, Tom. Uh, and we'll get that right out to you. And I appreciate that phone call. Charlene, we're going to get to you. Karen, we're going to get to you as well. The phone number here at the Pet Show, uh, 877-725-8255. Just before I get back to the phones, uh, we often talk, and you know how many times I get calls here on the show where people are worried that their, their dogs uh, are suffering with separation anxiety. Well, leaving their pets alone at home is a significant source of stress for, for the humans. 48% said that their pets follow them to the door and look sad when they're about to leave. 33% said that their dogs will whine when they're about to leave. 22% said their pets seem anxious and pace around. Now, additionally, 41% will actually arrange for a friend or family member to check on their pets when they're not home. Now, I do this. 31%, I'm sure anyone else 
give me a call. I'd love to hear from you. 31% now use pet cameras to keep an eye on their pet's activities. I do that. I have cameras when I'm out of the house. I can watch Molly and Willie uh, inside the house. I can see what they're doing, what they're not doing. And then when we come home, we have a little combination. I saw you guys do this. I saw you guys do that. So it's interesting, but a lot of people, almost 50% say that they have more anxiety when they leave their pets and they believe their pets have uh, when they leave. Phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. Uh, just a reminder, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get to you, Charlene and Karen. Just a reminder that if you're not following me on YouTube, why? There's some great information there. I mean, I post my heart out on YouTube. It's all free, and there's short videos that are just a minute. There are longer videos. There are videos that go back to me doing the, the Mickey Mouse Club. Not the original guys, okay, but the new Mickey Mouse Club. There's some great stuff on there. So check out YouTube.com slash Warren Eckstein. Subscribe. Lots of great information. We have a lot of fun there as well. Uh, and again, I'm sure you'll like some of the videos, and uh, you'll learn an awful lot. Phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. I let me take a break. When we come back, we'll get back to your uh, to your phone calls. 877-725-8255. All right, listen. I can talk about my Hugs and Kisses vitamin mineral supplements all day. Here's the deal. I developed Hugs and Kisses, I guess it's almost 35 years ago. And I worked with the top veterinarians, the top nutritionists in the world, because you know how much I care about animals. And I was focusing on digestion, shedding. I wanted to make sure it was antioxidant. I wanted to make sure I had pre and probiotics, omega oil. So listen carefully. If you are tired of your dog or cat's excessive shedding, if that constant scratch, 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 lick, lick, lick is making you crazy, the product you need for your dog or cat is my Hugs and Kisses 4-in-1 Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treat. It is so rich, so rich in antioxidants. That's why my name and face is on every jar. That Hugs and Kisses can rebuild the health of your dog or cat from the inside out. Now, as you know, I developed Hugs and Kisses for my own guys. Now, I even made it better. It's now enriched with glucosamine and chondroitin. What does that mean for your pets? It will treat and help prevent any issues with hips, joints, and bones. Now, I also added prebiotics to the probiotic formula. Probiotics are fabulous. They're great. They're wonderful. But you know what? Prebiotics are actually the food for probiotics, making them work even better, which means your pets will have a real healthy gut. And we now know that the gut, the gut is the source of total health. Hugs and kisses really work to help prevent excessive shedding, dry skin gone, bare spots gone, hot spots gone, hairballs, just about a thing of the past. And of course, it has just the right balance of antioxidant vitamins and minerals. That's why that's why my Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treat is now an Amazon's choice. You can get Hugs and Kisses supplements. They're available. Different formulas for dogs and cats are available at Amazon.com. They're also available at Walmart.com. If you prefer, go directly to my website, thepetshow.com. And a lot of people want to talk to us. So if you want to talk to us, call me. Call my office. If we're not there, we'll get back to you. This is my office phone number, 1-800-430 in the word hugs, H-U-G-S. That's 1-800-430-HUGS, 1-800-430-HUGS. Check out Hugs and Kisses at Amazon.com, Walmart.com, thepetshow.com, or call 1-800-430-HUGS today. Then watch. Watch your dogs and your cats improve from the inside. Out. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is the Pet Show. Rock and 
Cause we have a big cat, small cat, short cats, tall cats, old cats, young cats, many to be found. And we love cats. We are back on the pet show. Let's jump right over to my friend Charlene in Michigan. Uh, hey, Charlene, welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> How can I help you today? Well, first, first I wanted to tell you, um, we think it's wonderful that you, you have Lucy dog food because um, we used to have a dog named Lucy. <laughs> You know, it's interesting because the guy who manufactures the CEO of Lucy Pet Food named Lucy Pet Food after his dog named Lucy. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of neat. So there you go. Well, uh, well we, we just got a new puppy, a little golden retriever, and she's doing really well with her potty training. She, um, you know, I take her out about every 45 minutes or so, and she knows what to do and does her thing and comes back in. But I, what I'm wondering, because I still want her to be successful, is I want to, I, w I want to know when or how long I should, um, you know, the next step is, you know, trying to leave her for a little longer. Yeah, the first thing you need to do is understand the concept that when you leave the dog, especially a puppy like this, confinement is important. Now, a lot of people use a crate. I'm not the biggest fan of crates. If you want to use them, I'm not going to go against you. Use it. But I'd rather gate off a small area because I can increase it gradually as the dog's behavior is improving. So confinement is number one when you can't watch the dog with a hawkeye. Then the most important right. thing that a lot of people mistake is you need to regulate the food and the water. In other words, you should feed the dog. How old did you say the dog was? Eight weeks old. <laughs> oh, so you feel what, four times a day? Uh, three. Three or four times a day. Okay, so whatever you, you want to regulate the feeding, because you know when a dog, about 15 minutes after they eat or after they drink water, that's when they have to go. So you can regulate that by giving her water at intervals throughout the day while you're home, and the same thing with the food. The other thing that's really, really important to remember is that when the dog does have accidents, don't overreact to them, because if you overreact to the accidents, then you're going to cause the dog to actually look for that attention. Now, the most important thing oh. right now is to set a schedule. Here's your schedule. You feed the dog, you know, 15 or 20 minutes after she's going to have to go. When a dog first wakes up, a puppy, they're going to have to go. After exercise, right. they're going to have to go. So if you put all those pieces together, especially with a golden, you should have a pretty well totally housebroken by the time she's 13 or 14 <laughs> weeks old. And it sounds to me like you're ahead of the game already. But just remember, continuity is critical. Housebreaking doesn't mean correcting. It means getting the dog trained by regulating the diet, regulating the water, confining the dog when you can't watch the dog praising the dog when she has to go and let me put this out to you probably have housebroken okay. more dogs than anyone in the world and the bottom line is this every dog can be housebroken 99% of the time we can get a dog totally housebroken provided they can hold themselves in, in, in between 12 and 14 days so you're way ahead of the game you can be consistent and I promise you you will have a totally housebroken well-behaved dog but now that you have a golden retriever puppy Charlene I'm doing this again uh -huh. I'm gonna put you on hold I'm sending you a copy of how to get your dog to do what you want it's like a library here today I'm giving away books like crazy I want you to follow consistently in the book it's gonna take a few weeks to get there so the housebreaking's underway but it'll take you through every single aspect of the dog whether it be how to communicate uh, hassle-free housebreaking traveling all the basic training how to get your dog to do what you want on its way to you what a great call by the way by the way the book is available for sale I know I've given away a lot of them if you're looking for the book it's available amazon.com or you can go directly to my website thepetshow.com as well so check out how to get your dog to do what you want or how to get your cat to do what you want both books are available all right a quick break
then right back to your phone call. Say, speaking about Lucy Pet Foods, but everyone I talk to that I've sent Lucy Pet Food to has the same response. What an amazing food it is. Now, you're going to have the same response as well. Lucy Pet Food, as I tell you every week, is different. It's different because it's manufactured in their own plant, not in a plant where they make 50, 60 different other brands of food. In fact, the Lucy Pet Plant is manufactured right here in Southern California. I did a remote from that plant. They're not too far away from where I live. Their CEO, Joey Herrick, is one of those CEOs that is as passionate, if not more passionate, well, he named his company, Lucy, after his own dog. So you know how passionate he is. And by the way, what's so important is their manufacturing location is unbelievable. They're one of the only companies that just invested over a million and a half dollars in their own laboratory. What does that mean? It means that every single ingredient coming into Lucy Pet Food is tested as it comes in and the food's tested as it goes out. So it's the safest food as far as I'm available. That's why I feed it to my own pet. Here's a listener. This is what they said about Lucy pet food i have been feeding lucy pet food yeah and i ran out and i've fed brand x i put it in the bowl dog comes over takes one sniff couple sniffs looks at me like i'm benedict arnold well there you go <laughs> see and that's why she see that's why she's barking you ran out of lucy pet food that's why there she's barking there you go there you go <laughs> Right there, you should know how smart that dog is. I'm telling you, listen, if you want that smart dog, that healthy dog, then Lucy Pet Food should be in their dish every day. Check out Lucy Pet Food for your dog or cat. You can get Kitty Lickies, Lucy Dry or Wet Food for your dog or your cat. Go to their website, LucyPetProducts.com, LucyPetProducts.com. Spend just $35, and they will ship it right to your door absolutely free. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Too much I don't know where the time flies, but it does fly. So until next week, you know what to do. Give all your pets a big hug and a kiss for you. One between the ears for me. I'm Warren Eckstein. And again, thank you for listening to The Pet Show. Too much fun business for me.